0: of the Imitation of Christ by Thomas Kempis Volume 6, Continuation of Book 4
1: 35. How There is No Security from Temptation in This Life Christ
0: My child, there is no security from temptation in this life, and as long as you live you will need a spiritual armory. Your road lies through enemies, and they are liable to attack on every side. Unless you carry the shield of patience, you will not long remain without wounds. Unless you fix your heart on me, with a firm resolve to suffer gladly for my sake, you will not endure the heat of battle, nor win the crown of the saints. Tolerate everything bravely, and strike boldly at your enemies for the bread of heaven is the reward of the victor, and the lazy are left in unspeakable misery. How will you gain eternal rest if you look for leisure in this life? Do not choose to have rest, but patient endurance. Do not seek true pleasure on earth, but in heaven. Not in people, nor in any other creature, but in God alone. Tolerate everything for the love of God work, sorrow, temptation, provocation, anxiety, necessity, weakness, injury, and insult, abuse, humiliation, disgrace, contradiction, and contempt. All these things encourage your growth in virtue, for they test the untried servant of Christ and form the jewels of his heavenly crown. I will give you an eternal reward for your brief toil and endless glory for your transitory trouble. Do you think that you can always have spiritual benefits whenever you want? My saints did not. They had many troubles and countless trials and great desolation of the soul. But they patiently endured all these things and trusted in God rather than themselves. They knew that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. Do you want to enjoy now what many others have won only after much sorrow and struggle? Wait for the Lord. Fight bravely and with great courage. Do not despair. Do not desert your task. But steadfastly devote yourself, body and soul, to the glory of God. I WILL BE WITH YOU IN ALL YOUR TROUBLES, AND WILL GIVE YOU A RICH REWARD.
1: 36. AGAINST VAIN HUMAN JUDGMENTS CHRIST My child, trust in God with
0: all your heart. If your conscience affirms your devotion and innocence, you need not fear people's judgment. It is a good and holy thing to suffer in this way and it will not be a burden to the humble heart that trusts in God rather than itself. Do not pay any attention to people who talk too much. More often, it is quite impossible to please everyone. Although St. Paul tried to be pleasing to everyone in the Lord and become all things to all people, he cared very little about what they thought of him. He did whatever lay in his power to bring instruction and salvation to others but even he could not escape being misjudged and despised by others. Accordingly, he entrusted himself wholly to God, who knows all things, and he preferred the shield of patience and humility to the unjust accusations, empty lies, and cheap boasts of his detractors. Nevertheless, he sometimes replied to them, lest his silence should give offense to the weak. Why should you fear humans who must die? They are here today and tomorrow gone forever if you fear god you will never fear anyone else what harm can come from the words and actions that people can do to you they injure themselves rather than you whoever they are they never escape the judgment of god keep god always before you and do not engage in angry controversies even if you seem to suffer defeat and undeserved disgrace at present do not complain or through impatience reduce your due reward instead lift your eyes to me in heaven i have power to deliver you from all shame and wrong and reward everyone according to their merits
1: 37 how total self-surrender brings us freedom of heart christ My child,
0: deny yourself and you will find me. Have no self-interest or choice of your own and you will always be the winner. As soon as you surrender yourself unconditionally into my hands, I will give you even greater riches.
1: Disciple Lord, how often shall I surrender myself and in what way reject myself? Christ
0: Always and at all times in little things as well as great ones. I make no exception, for I want to own you, totally divested of yourself. Otherwise, unless you are totally stripped of self-will, how can you be mine and I belong to you? The sooner you do this, the better it will be with you. The more completely and sincerely you do it, the better you will please me, and the greater will be your gain some surrender themselves but with some reservations they do not put their whole trust in god and so are concerned to provide for themselves others offer everything at first but later are overcome by temptation and return to their former state these make little progress in virtue and they will never gain the true freedom of a pure heart nor enjoy the favor of my friendship unless they make a complete surrender and a daily offering of themselves to me. Without this, no creative union with me will exist or endure. I have frequently said to you, and now I will say it once more, renounce yourself, surrender yourself, and you will enjoy great inner peace. Give all for all, look for nothing, ask for nothing in return. Stay simply and trustingly in me, and you will possess me. Then you will be free in heart, and no darkness will oppress your soul. Strive for this, pray for this, desire this one thing, so that you may be stripped clean of all selfishness and follow Jesus in total self-abandonment, dying to self so that you may live in me forever. Then all vain fantasies will be put to flight, and all evil disorders and empty fears will vanish then all fear and dread
1: will go away, and all disturbed love will die in you. 38. On a good rule of life and turning to God in danger. Christ.
0: My child, take great care in all you do, in every place and in public dealings, so that you stay inwardly free and your own ruler. Make sure that you control your circumstances. Only in this way can you rule and control your actions, and not be their slave or servant, a free person and a true Christian, sharing the fortune and liberty of God's children. They stand above temporal things and look at the eternal, seeing both the earthly and heavenly in their true perspectives. The things of this world do not control the children of God. On the contrary, they draw them into their service. And they take these things to use in god's service and in the ways ordained by god and designed by the heavenly architect he has left nothing in his creation without his proper place stand firm at all times do not judge by outward appearances or reports as others do but in each situation enter into the tabernacle as moses did and ask the lord's guidance Sometimes you will receive God's answer and come back informed on many matters, both present and future. For Moses always went to the tabernacle to gain an answer to his doubts and questions. He took refuge in prayer to support him among the world's dangers and wickedness. So you must take refuge in the depths of your heart and pray ardently for God's help. We read that Joshua and the children of Israel were deceived by the Gideonites because they had not
1: asked counsel of God first. 39. How We Should Not Be over anxious. Christ
0: My child, always commit your concerns to me, and I will bring them to a fruitful end in due course. Wait until I order it, and you will find it to your advantage. Disciple Lord, I willingly commit everything into your hands, For my own judgment is of little value. I would like to be less concerned about the future and more willing totally to submit myself to your good pleasure. Christ My child, people often work endlessly to gain the things they desire. But when they gain them, they begin to change their minds. For their affections are not lasting, but tend to move from one thing to another therefore it is no small thing if you can renounce self-denial in little things true spiritual progress depends on self-denial and those who renounce self are completely free and safe but the old enemy the adversary of everything good never ceases to tempt night and day he lies in ambush hoping to trap the unwary into the snares of his deceit stay awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial.
1: 40. How we have no personal goodness of which to boast. Disciple. Lord,
0: what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? What have we done to deserve your grace? Lord, I have no reason to complain if you abandon me, And if your will is contrary to my desires, I have no right to appeal against it. But I might rightly think and say, Lord, I am nothing and can do nothing. I have no good in me, but am imperfect in every respect and am always prone to nothing. I become weak and utterly helpless unless you guide my soul and give me strength. O Lord, you remain always yourself, abiding in eternity good, just, and holy, ruling all things in goodness, justice, holiness, and ordering them by wisdom. But I am always more ready to slip back rather than go forward. I never remain the same, for seven times have passed over for me. But when you deign to stretch out your hand to help me, my state is soon changed for the better. For you alone, without human aid, can help and strengthen me, so that I may no longer be unreliable, but turn my heart to you alone and be at peace. No human being can comfort me, and if only I could totally renounce all human support, whether to increase my devotion or because my desires compel me to seek you, then I could properly trust entirely to your grace and rejoice in the gift of your renewed consolation when things go well for me i offer thanks to you from whom everything proceeds for you i am empty nothingness a weak and unstable person i have nothing of which to boast nothing which deserves any recognition can nothing boast of its nothingness that would be the height of vanity false conceit is like an evil disease and the most monstrous of vanities for it leads a person away from proper glory and robs them of divine grace. For as long as someone is filled with complacency, you are displeased. While there is a desire for popularity and praise, true virtue is removed. True glory and holy joy are to be found in giving glory, not to oneself, but to you. Rejoicing not in one's own strength, but in your name. Taking no pleasure in any created thing unless it be for your sake. Blessed be your holy name, not mine. I will praise your name, but not my own. I will value your actions, not my own. I will bless your holy name. I have no desire for human praise. You alone are my glory, you alone the joy of my heart. You praise and glory at every hour of the day. But as for me, I will glory in nothing unless it is in my own weakness. Let the Jews seek such glory as people give to each other. I will seek the glory that only God can give. For all human glory, all this world's honour, all earthly titles, compared with your eternal glory, are just futility and foolishness. O blessed Trinity, my God, my truth, my mercy, To you alone let all things ascribe all praise, honor, power, and glory
1: throughout eternity. 41. Uncontempt for worldly honors. Christ.
0: My child, if you see others given honor and promotion while you are overlooked and humiliated, do not be discouraged.
1: Lift your heart to me in heaven, and human contempt will not trouble you. Disciple Lord, we are blind and easily deceived through self-esteem.
0: If I carefully examine my life, I find no creature has ever done me wrong, and I have no right to complain. But because I have so often grievously sinned against you, it is right that everyone opposes me. I justly deserve shame and contempt but to you, O Lord, be praise, honor, and glory, unless I am ready, willing, and pleased to be despised and rejected by everyone and to be regarded as of no consequence. I cannot gain inward peace and stability,
1: nor can I become spiritually enlightened and totally united to you. 42. Peace of mind does not depend on people. Christ.
0: My child, if your peace depends on someone because of your affection or friendship, you will always be unsettled and become unreliable. But if you turn to the living and eternal truth, your love for a friend must rest in me, and those who are dear to you in this life must be loved only for my sake. No good and lasting friendship can exist without me, and unless I bless it and love it, It cannot be pure and true. You should be so mortified in your affection toward loved ones that, for your part, you would forego all human companionship. As people further withdraw from the consolations of this world, they draw nearer to God. The deeper they descend into themselves and the lower they regard themselves, the higher they ascend toward God. Those who attribute any good to themselves obstruct the coming of god's grace for the grace of the holy spirit always seeks a humble heart if you would perfectly overcome self and set yourself free from the love of creatures i would come to you with all my grace while your interest is in creatures the vision of the creator is hidden from you so for the love of the creator learn to overcome self in everything and you will come to the knowledge of God. But as long as anything, however small, occupies too much of your love and attention,
1: it injures the soul and holds you back from attaining the highest good. 43. Against Useless and Worldly Learning Christ
0: My child, do not allow fine phrases and subtle sayings to entrance you. For the kingdom of God depends not on talk, but on power. Pay attention to my words, for they inspire the heart and enlighten the understanding, foster contrition and bring all comfort. Never study in order to appear wise and learned; Rather, study to overcome your besetting sins, for this will profit you more than the grasp of complicated problems. When you have read and mastered many subjects, always return to this basic truth, that I am he who teaches all knowledge and give to my children a better understanding than others can offer. Those whom I teach will quickly gain wisdom and move further in the life of the Spirit. But those who ask others about many curiosities and care little for serving me will discover only sorrow. In due time, Christ will come the teacher of teachers and lord of angels he will hear the lessons of all that is he will examine everyone's conscience then he will search jerusalem with lamps the hidden things of darkness will be brought to light and the language of argument will cease i am god who enables the humble-minded to understand more of the ways of everlasting truth in a single moment than in 10 years study at a university. I teach in silence without the uproar of controversy, without ambition for honors, without clash of opinions. I teach people to despise earthly things, to find this present life irksome, to seek eternal things, to resist honors, to endure injuries, to place all trust in me, And to desire nothing but myself, and fervently to love me above all things. There was once a man who loved me very dearly, who learned many divine secrets, and spoke eloquently of me. He profited more by renouncing everything than by studying subtleties. For to some I speak on ordinary matters, to others on specific matters. To some I graciously reveal myself in signs and symbols, while I reveal my mysteries to those who are enlightened. A book is only a single voice, but it is not equally valuable to all who read it. I alone am the teacher of truth, the searcher of the heart, the discerner of behavior, and I give to each person
1: as I see fit. 44. avoiding distractions christ my child you are bound to be ignorant about many things
0: so consider yourself as dead and crucified to the whole world moreover you must turn a deaf ear to many things and reflect only on such things as bring peace it is better to turn away from controversies and leave everyone with their own opinions than to bother them with confrontational arguments. As long as you remain in God's grace and keep His will in your heart, you will more easily tolerate apparent discomfort. Disciple Lord, what a state of things we have reached. We grieve over worldly loss. We work and struggle to gain some small profit, forgetting the danger to our souls and rarely considering it we attend to matters of little or no value and neglect those of the greatest importance. For when we devote all our energies to material affairs, we quickly become immersed in them unless we come to our senses.
1: 45. How we should not believe all we hear and the danger of loose tongues. Disciple
0: Lord, help me in my trouble. For human help is worthless. How often I have found no loyalty where I expected to find it, and how often I have found it where I least expected it. It is useless to put our hope in people. Salvation is to be found in you alone, O God. We bless you, O Lord God, in all that happens to us. We are weak and unstable, changeable and easily deceived. None of us can defend ourselves so fully and completely that we are never deceived or in doubt. But whoever trusts in you, Lord, and seeks you with a pure heart, does not easily fall. And if we come across any trouble, however great, you will quickly deliver or support us. For you never abandon those who trust in you to the end. It is very rare to find a faithful friend who stands by us in all trouble and you, Lord, are the most faithful of all friends, and there is none like you. How wise was that holy soul, St. Agatha, who said, My mind is firmly established and grounded in Christ. If this were true of me, I would never fear anyone, and no bitter words would disturb me. We cannot foresee the future or prepare for future evils, and if things we expect often harm us, How can an unexpected event do anything but seriously affect us? Have I not made better provision for my miserable person? And why have I trusted in others so easily? For we are but mortal and merely weak, even if people can imagine and say that we are angels. There is no one in whom I can trust, Lord, except you who are the truth, and who neither deceives nor can be deceived. But every one is deceitful, weak, unstable, and fallible, especially in what we say, so that we should not easily believe even what at first appears to be true. Your wisdom warns us to beware of others, since our enemies are those of our own household. So we should not believe those who say, He is here, or He is there. I have learned this to my own cost, and I only hope... That it may make me more cautious and correct my foolishness. Be discreet, says a neighbor. Keep what I tell you to yourself. And while I remain silent about it, imagining it to be a secret, the other person will not keep the silence imposed on me. But immediately we are both betrayed, and the neighbor moves on. Protect me, O Lord, from such tales and from such indiscreet folk do not allow me to fall into their power nor copy their behavior make my conversation truthful and trustworthy far removed from such deviousness for at all costs i must avoid what i do not tolerate in others being silent about others makes for peace and goodwill not believing all that is said nor repeating what we have heard there are very few people to whom we should open our hearts rather we should always seek you who can see into every heart we should not allow ourselves to be carried to and fro on the windy blasts of words but rather pray that our whole life both private and public may be ordered in conformity to your will a sure way of retaining the grace of heaven is to ignore outward appearances and carefully to cultivate such things that encourage amendment of life and fervor of soul, rather than cultivate those qualities which seem to be popular. Very many people have been harmed by publicity and by the superficial praise of their virtues, but grace is most powerful when preserved in silence in this transitory
1: life, which only consists of battle and temptations. 46. On having confidence in God while words are flying about.
0: Christ. My child stand firm and trust in me. What are words? They are just words. They fly to and fro, but do not even hurt a stone. If you are guilty, think how you could make amends. If there is nothing on your conscience, Resolve to accept things willingly for God's sake. If you are not ready to bear hard blows, it is a little thing to tolerate hard words from time to time. You take such trifles to heart because you are still worldly and pay too much attention to the opinions of others. You do not like to be corrected for your faults because you fear their contempt and take refuge in excuses. If you examine yourself very carefully, you will find that your heart is still full of worldly desires and silly anxieties to please people. For when you shrink from the humiliation and reproof of which your faults deserve, it is clear that you are not truly humble. Neither are you dead to the world, nor is the world crucified to you. Listen only to my words, and you will care nothing for ten thousand words from others. Even if you were charged with every crime, That could be maliciously invented. How could it harm you if you let it pass and paid absolutely no attention to it? Could such a flood of words harm a single hair on your head? But those who keep no guard over their hearts and do not regard God are easily unsettled by a word of reproof. Those who trust in me and do not cling to their own judgment will fear no one. For I am the judge and discerner of secrets. I understand the motives of every action. I know both those who inflict wrong and those who suffer from it. It is by my will and permission that events happen, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. I will judge both the guilty and the innocent, but first I wish to try them in my secret court. What people say in evidence is often false, but my judgment is true it will stand and will not be set aside. It is hidden from many, and only revealed in its true fullness to very few. But even if it may appear unjust to the foolish, it is not and cannot be an error. So always come to me for justice, and put no trust in personal opinions. A just person will not be anxious whatever God allows to happen, even if, Groundless accusations are brought, there is no need to worry. Nor should we be elated unduly if we are fairly acquitted by others, for everyone knows that it is I who examine both the hearts and senses and do not judge by outward appearances. For what some may see as commendable is often blameworthy in my sight. Disciple O Lord God! most just judge strong and patient who knows all our weakness and wickedness be my strength and all my trust for my conscience alone is not sufficient you know what is unknown to me and so unblamed i should have humbled myself and taken it meekly be gracious and pardon the occasions when i have not done this and once again give me grace to endure more patiently Your overflowing mercy will help me much more in obtaining pardon than any supposed innocence can satisfy my inmost conscience. For although I may not be aware of any fault, yet this does not absolve me. If you withhold your mercy, no one living can be absolved in your sight.
1: 47. How All Troubles Must Be Born For the Sake of Eternal Life Christ. My
0: child, do not allow the work that you have undertaken for my sake to crush your spirit, nor let any hardships discourage you. Let my promise always be your strength and comfort. I can give you limitless reward. You will not work here for long, nor will you always experience sorrow. Wait for a little while, and you will see a speedy end to your troubles. The time will come when all work and trouble will cease. Everything temporal is bound to be short-lived and of little consequence. Continue what you are doing with all your might. Work faithfully in my vineyard. I will be your reward. Write, study, worship, be penitent. Keep silence and pray. Boldly face all your troubles. Eternal life is worth all of this and greater struggles. Only the Lord knows the time when peace will come to you. It will not be day or night as we understand it. But it will be everlasting light, endless glory, abiding peace, and sure rest. Then you will not say, Who will rescue me from this body of death? Or cry out, Woe is me that I am alien in Meshach." For the power of death will be totally broken and full salvation assured no anxiety will remain but only the blessed joy in the pleasant and lovely fellowship of the saints if only you could see the saints crowned in eternal glory you would at once humble yourself in the dust and prefer to be the servant of all rather than dominate a single person the saints are now exalted as high as they were formerly seen as low by this world despicable and unfit to live you would not yearn after a pleasant time in this life but prefer to suffer happily for god's sake and regard it as the greatest gain to be considered of no importance by others if the things of god were your true delight and penetrated your innermost being You would never complain. Should not all labor be endured for the sake of eternal life? It is no small matter to win or lose the kingdom of God. Lift your eyes to heaven. See, here I am, and with me are all my saints who in this world fought a great fight. They are now filled with joy and consolation. They are now safe and at rest and they shall remain with me for ever in the kingdom of my father
1: 48 on eternity and the troubles of this life disciple
0: o blessed palaces of the heavenly city o glorious day of eternity on which night never casts its shadow and whose perpetual light is total truth o day of unending gladness and of everlasting and unchanging protection. How greatly I long for the dawning of that day, and the end of all temporal things. This day already shines on the saints, resplendent in eternal glory, but to us who are pilgrims on earth it seems dim and distant. The citizens of heaven now taste the joys of this day, but we, exiled children of Eve, mourn our bitterness and tiredness. The days of this life are short and evil, full of grief and pain. Here we are defiled by many sins, trapped by many passions, and prey to countless fears. Afflicted by many cares and distracted by many bizarre things, we are entangled in many follies. We are hedged about by many errors, worn out by many labors. WEIGHED DOWN BY TEMPTATIONS, WEAKENED BY PLEASURES, TORMENTED BY NEED. OH, WHEN WILL ALL THESE EVILS COME TO AN END? WHEN WILL I BE SET FREE FROM THE UNHAPPY SLAVERY OF SIN? OH, LORD, WHEN WILL MY MIND BE FIXED ON YOU ALONE? WHEN SHALL THE FULLNESS OF YOUR JOYS BE MINE? WHEN SHALL I ENJOY TRUE FREEDOM, UNCHECKED AND UNTROUBLED, IN MIND OR BODY? When shall true peace be established? Peace which is undisturbed and secure, outward and inward peace, guaranteed in every way. Good Jesus, when shall I stand in your presence? When shall I see the glory of your kingdom? When will you be all in all to me? When shall I dwell with you in your kingdom, which you have prepared from eternity for those whom you love? I am left exiled and destitute in an alien land, where there are daily wars and dreadful disasters. Give me comfort in my exile and calm my grief for my total desire and longing for you alone. Everything in this world that offers me comfort is distasteful. I long for deep communion with you, but I cannot achieve it. I wish to cling to heavenly things, but... Worldly affairs and desires which I cannot control hold me down. I want my mind to rise freely above these things, but my body holds me as an unwilling captive. So I struggle unhappily with myself. I am a burden to myself, for while my spirit longs to rise to heaven, my body wants to stay below. Oh, how deep is my pain! Whenever I pray and try to contemplate heavenly things, a flood of worldly thoughts pours in upon me at once my god do not desert me do not abandon your servant in your anger strike with your lightning and scatter them release your arrows at the enemy and utterly defeat all his wiles Call back all my senses to yourself and help me to forget all worldly things help me to reject with scorn all the promptings of vice O everlasting truth, come to my aid, and do not allow vanity to move me. Come, O joy of heaven, and put to flight everything impure. Grant me forgiveness, and in your mercy deal with me kindly, when, while praying, I think of anything but you. For I freely confess, I am usually oppressed by many distractions. Often, indeed, I do not really stay in my body but am carried off by my thoughts where my thoughts settle there i am and my thoughts are most frequently about the things i love for whatever is either naturally pleasant or agreeable comes to mind it is for this reason that you who are the truth have clearly said for where your treasure is there your heart will also be if i love heaven i think easily of heavenly things if i love the world I take pleasure in the delights of the world and grieve in its troubles. If I love my body, my imagination concentrates often on the things of the body. If I love the spirit, I love to reflect on the things of the spirit. For whatever things I love, it is of these that I am keen to speak and listen. And I have these interests always at heart. Lord, blessed are those who for your sake say goodbye to every creature and forcibly overcome natural inclinations who have crucified the wishes of the flesh through the fervor of the spirit so that they may offer single-minded prayer with a quiet conscience having removed all worldly things from our hearts and lives we will be worthy to take our place among
1: the angelic choir 49 on the desire for eternal life and fighting for God's promises.
0: Christ My child, when you understand the heavenly origin of your desire for everlasting joy and long to escape from the prison of the body in order to be free to contemplate my unchanging glory, then open your heart with enthusiasm and receive this holy inspiration. Offer heartfelt thanks for my divine generosity which treats you so kindly visits you with mercy, kindles you with ardor, and powerfully supports you, so that your own nature does not lead you to relapse into worldliness. You do not receive this gift through any determination or effort of your own, but solely by the favor and grace of heaven and God's kindness. It is given so that you may grow in virtue and deeper humility to prepare you for further conflicts. Striving with complete devotion to hold tight to me and serve me with sincere goodwill. My child, there are many fires, and the ascending flames are always accompanied by smoke. Some people's desires are aflame for heavenly things, while they themselves are not free from the lust of the flesh. So when they make very earnest requests to God, they do not act simply for His glory. Your own desires, which you think are so urgent and serious, are often like this, for that which is tainted by self-interest is not pure or perfect. Do not ask for what is pleasant and convenient for yourself, but what is acceptable to me and promotes my glory. If you look at things in their proper light, you will prefer and follow my guidance, rather than your own desires, whatever they are. I know your wishes and have often heard your cries you long for the glorious liberty of the children of god already rejoicing in your eternal home and the joys of the heavenly country but the time for this has not yet come there is still warfare work and testing you long to be filled with the supreme good but you cannot attain this blessing now i am that good Wait for me until the coming of the kingdom of God, says the Lord. But you must still be tested in this life, and many trials await you. Consolation will sometimes be granted to you, but not in its totality. Be strong and courageous, both in your actions and in tolerating what is contrary to nature. It is essential for you to become God's new creation and be changed into another person. It is often your duty to act contrary to your own inclinations and to put aside your own wishes. Other people's interests may flourish while your own wishes are frustrated. The words of others will be listened to while yours will be disregarded. Others will ask and receive their requests while you ask and receive nothing. Others will be highly commended while you are ignored. Others will be entrusted with this or that appointment while you are considered not fit for anything. Your nature will protest at this treatment, but it will be a great achievement if you remain silent. For in these and in similar ways, the faithful servant of our Lord is tested at how far you can reject and subdue everything in yourself. There is almost nothing in which we have such a need to die to self but in seeing and suffering things that go against our wishes, especially when we are instructed to do what seems inconvenient and useless. And because being under authority, you do not presume to resist the higher power, it seems a hardship to bow to the will of another and surrender your own opinion. My child, consider the results of your work. Its coming end and its boundless reward It will make you miserable but will powerfully strengthen your determination. In exchange for the surrender of your own will, you will always have your will in heaven. It is there that you will find all that you want, all that you can desire. There you will enjoy all good things without fear of loss. There your own will shall always be in accord with mine, and you will desire no selfish good but only me no one will oppose you there no one will complain about you obstruct or frustrate you everything you desire will be at hand and stimulate your love and fill it to overflowing there you will receive glory in return for insults you have suffered here a garment of splendor instead of grief and in return for your humble place on earth a throne in my heavenly kingdom Then the fruit of your obedience will appear, your acts of penance will be turned into joy, and your previous humble subjection crowned with glory. So for the time being, acquit yourself in humility before everyone, and do not mind who it is who speaks or commands. Take care that, whether it be your superiors, your inferiors, or your equals, who make any request or suggestion, who take it all in good part and sincerely try to fulfill their wishes. Let others seek many different things, one enjoying this, another that, and being highly commended for it. For your part, take pleasure in none of these things, but think little of yourself and only of my good pleasure and honor. Let this be your constant desire that whether in life or in death, God may at all times be glorified in you. Book four will be continued in the next volume.